And now, stay tuned for the program that has rated tops in popularity for a longer period of time than any other West Coast program in radio history. I don't believe it. I don't believe a word of it. Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's show, we're going to get in our canoes and do some paddling, excuse me, paddling, have a vocabulary and physics lesson, have a set of records devoted to the trombone, and yet another dancing segment. A few weeks ago, in connection with Missouri's statehood, I mentioned that the word Missouri, or Missouri, means he of the big canoe. You might have guessed at the time I'd be doing a canoe segment, and you'd have been right. Here it is, starting off with the Dixon Brothers. Five years ago, when the wings of death came low and spread out on the ocean far and wide, a great ship sailed away with her passengers so gay to never, never reach the other side. Sailing out to win her fame, the Titanic was her name when she had sailed 500 miles from shore. Many passengers and her crew went down with that old canoe. They all went down to never ride no more. This great ship was built by man, that is why she could not stand. She could not sing, was a cry from one and all. But an iceberg ripped her side, and it cut down all her pride. They found the hand of God was in it all. Sailing out to win her fame, the Titanic was her name, when she had sailed 500 miles from shore. Many passengers and her crew went down with that old canoe, they all went down to never ride no more. Your Titanic sails today, on life sea you're far away, but Jesus Christ can take you safely through. Just obey his great command, over there you'll save the land. You'll never go down with that old canoe. Sailing out to win her fame, the Titanic was her name. When she had sailed 500 miles from shore, many passengers and her crew went down with that old canoe. They all went down to never ride no more. 
When you think that you are wise, then you need not be surprised if the hand of God should stop you on life's sea. If you go on in your sin, you will find out in the end that you are just as foolish as can be. Sailing out to win her fame, the Titanic was her name. When she had sailed 500 miles from shore, many passengers and her crew went down with that old canoe. They all went down to never ride no shores of Waikiki in a Thank you. 
light. And what do we do while we drift in the moonlight? We cuddle a bit and we sit in the moonlight. Then we canoodle-oodle along. We go along for a minute. And what do we do when we rest for a minute? We cuddle again and again for a minute. Then we canoodle-oodle along. Under the skies, the little fireflies twinkle like the stars up above. Old Mr. Frog, who's sitting on a log, says, oh, what a night for love. We drift along in the moonlight, and what do we do while we drift in the moonlight? Why, nothing but this, just a kiss in the moonlight, then we canoodle-oodle along. Lombardo and his Royal Canadians, who were canoodle-oodling along on May 17, 1929. You hear Brother Carmen Lombardo in many of the band's vocals, but the vocal trio here also included other brother Liebert, who played trumpet in the band, and Jim Dillon, who was with the band for many years playing trombone. And we'll hear all about the trombone in the final segment of the show. Then We Canoodle Oodle Along was written by Harry Woods and Charlie Tobias, names you hear all the time on the show, but also Jose Bohr, B-O-H-R, who has never been mentioned on the show before. As it happens, his birthday is coming up in a couple of days, and I have a sneaking suspicion he's going to have his own segment on next week's program. Before the Royal Canadians, it was David Keonohi and his Honoluans who were in a canoe or at least wanting to be in a canoe, on February 21, 1938. In a Canoe was written by Johnny Noble, and that was Victor 25851. Hawaiian musician and entertainer David Kaanohi was born in 1906, but spent most of his life on the mainland. He attended Oregon State University, where a talent scout saw him and signed him to appear in several Hollywood films. He got the nickname Johnny Pineapple in 1938, but was a serious musician and composed more than 25 songs. During World War II, he entertained troops on the mainland and in Europe. David Keonohi died June 13, 1981, in New York. Let's say you were a record buyer in 1938 and went to your local North Carolina Montgomery Ward store. You're thumbing through the 78s in the music department and come across one by the Dixon Brothers, titled Down With The Old Canoe. If you bought it, took it home, and put it on the Victrola, you might be more than a bit surprised to find out that it's not about some quaint old wooden canoe, but the sinking of the Titanic. Anyway, we started this canoe set with the Dixon Brothers, Howard and Dorsey, and Down With The Old Canoe. 
Bluebird 7449 was recorded in Charlotte, North Carolina on January 25, 1938 and was, in fact, also issued on the Montgomery Ward label. Dorsey Dixon's birthday is coming up next month, so you may hear more from the brothers then. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. So besides canoodle-oodling, what else can you do in a canoe? Well, if you want to get anywhere, you have to paddle. Here's Get Fiddle Jim, who's got the paddlin' blues.
Whitey Kaufman and his orchestra with an unidentified vocalist singing Harry Wood's Paddlin' Madeline Home. Victor Batwing 19834 was recorded October 21, 1925. The Mask and Wig Club was founded in 1889 by Clayton McMichael at the University of Pennsylvania and is the oldest all-male collegiate musical comedy troupe in the country. The club is still going strong and stages two original shows each year. The group's 39th annual production was called Hootman, and one of the songs from the show was We'll Paddle Our Canoe, written by Clay Boland. We heard it performed by the Victor Orchestra, directed by Nat Shilkrit, with the vocal refrain by Charles N. Moffat. I don't know if he was a member of the cast or not, but Victor 20524 was recorded March 15, 1927. We started off with Git Fiddle Jim and Paddlin' Blues, an adaptation of Paddlin' Madeline Home. This record was made by a Victor Field unit in Memphis, Tennessee on May 17, 1930. Git Fiddle Jim was actually James Arnold, who was born in Lovejoy's Station, Georgia, and raised in New York before moving to Chicago in 1920 and on to the Mississippi Delta the following year. Arnold went on to become a blues artist for DECA, and after releasing Old Original Kokomo Blues in 1934, a song about Kokomo, Indiana, he became known as Kokomo Arnold. I learned a couple of new words the other day. One is fulgur, F-U-L-G-U-R, which is Latin for lightning. The other is fulgurite, which, as you might guess, has something to do with lightning. So what is a fulgurite? Fulgurites are natural hollow glass tubes that are formed when quartz, sand, silica, or soil are struck by lightning. The lightning, with a temperature of at least 3,270 degrees Fahrenheit, melts the silica and fuses the grains together, which, when cooled, form the fulgurite tube. Fulgurites are sometimes referred to as petrified lightning, and the glass that is formed is called lecatellurite. Fulgurites can be up to several centimeters in diameter and up to 16 feet in length. So for this segment of the show, we're going to have some fulgur songs. Not vulgar, fulgur.
Company Postal Brand had just started on its way. Most of the passengers who were on board seemed to be happy and gay. A little boy sat in a seat by himself was reading a letter he had. Was plain to be seen from the tears in his eyes. The contents of it made him sad. A stern old conductor then started to take the ticket of everyone there. Till finally reaching the side of the boy, he gruffly demanded his fare. I haven't a ticket, the boy then replied, but I'll pay you back someday. I must put you off at the next station then, but stopped when he heard the boy say, Please, Mr. Conductor, don't Best friend I have in the world, sir, is waiting for me in pain. She's expected to die any moment and may not live through the day. And I want to bid mother goodbye, sir.
started that Fulger set with Lewis Russell and his orchestra with the Russell original, Jersey Lightning. That was recorded in New York on September 9, 1929. That was followed by a tearjerker from Vernon Dalhart, The Lightning Express, written by J. Fred Helf and E.P. Moran. Victor Batwing 19837 was recorded October 30, 1925. Accompanying Dalhart were Carson Robison on guitar and Murray Kellner on violin. Dalhart also recorded it for Edison the following year, probably with the same backup, but with the subtitle, Please, Mr. Conductor. You'll have to figure out for yourself whether or not Mr. Conductor let the boy stay aboard the train. I hope so. Both lyricist Eddie Moran and composer J. Fred Helf wrote lots of other songs, some of which you'll be hearing in upcoming shows. Well, after the Lightning Express, we needed something a little more upbeat, and Mills' Blue Rhythm Band certainly came through with White Lightning. That Melatone 78 was recorded May 12, 1932. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand anytime at all online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on all of the major podcast directories and part of the Global Community Radio Network. A few weeks ago, we learned how to tap dance from Cliff Nazaro. Well, not really, since Cliff was a double-talk artist and didn't make any sense at all. But tonight we have another dancing segment, which is going to start off with a genuine tap dance lesson from one of the greatest tap dancers of all time, Bill Bojangles Robinson. This is Bill Robinson talking. I will now endeavor to do a tap routine, and I'm going to name each and every step as I go along, and please try and follow me.
way walk. Flat foot in one place. Double cramp.
It sounds to me like a tap-along or tap-dancing practice accompaniment record. And if so, you'd be tapping to Yankee Doodle and Dixie Melodies played by Nat Shilkert in the Victor Orchestra. This record, Victor 24178, was recorded April 26, 1932, but the Victor Novelty Orchestra, led by Shilkrit, made two other such records, one on March 28, 1930, featuring the Camptown Races, and an even earlier one on November 21, 1929, with the tunes Swanee River, Strolling Through the Park, Skirt Dance, and Cuddle Up a Little Closer. They're both nice records, and I'll see if I can work them into an upcoming show. Before that, from Down Under, it was Rex Shaw's 2UE Old Time Dance Band with a gypsy tap dance, written by Rex Shaw. 2UE refers to the Australian radio station where Shaw was musical director, and that record was made October 11, 1934. And we started off our little tap dance marathon with Bill Bojangles Robinson, tap dancing and narrating his way through Fats Waller and Alex Hill's Keep a Song in Your Soul. Brunswick 6134 was made May 27, 1931, when Robinson was 53 years of age and phenomenally successful. Have a particular song or artist you'd like to hear on Rapidly Rotating Records? Well, you can send your requests and your comments about the show by email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or send cards or letters to Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. That's glenn, G-L-E-N-N, at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. A few weeks ago, I promised some recently acquired records from my personal collection, and one of them is going to start off this segment about trombones. As many of you know, or might guess, I'm an avid Monty Python fan. Now, we try to keep this a G-rated show, but to introduce this segment, I'm going to stoop to 12-year-old boy humor and play an audio clip from Monty Python's 1979 film, Life of Brian. So, what does that have to do with trombones? Well, if you know the title of the record, which we'll play right after the clip, you'll understand. If not, I'll fill you in at the end of the set. I'm not Jewish, I'm a Roman. A woman? No, no, Roman. Ah! No! Your father was a woman. Who was he? He was a centurion in the Jerusalem garrisons. Really? What was his name? Nautius Maximus. <laughs> Centurion, do you have anyone of that name in the garrison? Well, no, sir. Well, you sound very sure. Have you checked? Well, no, sir. Um, I think it's a joke, sir. Like uh, Siliosaurus or Biggest Digger, sir. What's so uh, funny about Biggest Dickers? Well, it's a joke name, sir. I have a very great friend in Rome called Biggest Dickers. <laughs> Silence! What is all this insolence? Wait, your biggest stickers hears of this. Wait! Anybody else feel like a little giggle when I mention my friend, Biggest? Dickus. What about you? Do you find it 
Who is Ebal? When I say the name, Dickus. Dickus. Thank you. 
May just be the only recording of the Jimmy Kennedy and Michael Carr song, Whatcha Gotcha Trombone For? Evelyn Dahl with Bert Ambrose and his orchestra from the Embassy Club, London, on January 16, 1936. We went from the Embassy Club in London to Louisville, Kentucky with Clifford Hayes and his Louisville Stompers, 
who, to make that record, Victor 38011, went to Chicago on June 1, 1928. I hope you got the joke that started off that set, but if not, I played the biggest dickus clip from Monty Python's Life of Brian, because the first record in that set was Patrick Conway's band, from all the way back on July 10, 1916, with Mayhew Lake's tune, Slightus Trombonus. <laughs> I just cracked myself up. Slightest Trombonus is subtitled A Trombone Comedy. Mayhew Lake wrote a number of songs with interesting titles in the 19-teens, such as The Flirting Whistler, In a Bird Store, and The Evolution of Dixie, Parts 1 and 2. I'll see if I can't put together a birthday tribute for him. I did the transfer and restoration of that disc from my personal collection with pretty good result, if I do say so myself. Wouldn't you agree? I'm Glenis Rabasanis, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. (laughs) ¶¶